Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to immortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various quality. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned. Now I better be getting paid for this. session began when when dust uh was beginning to come back from the eye from the island where the party first began uh where he had conversed with Bilal. meanwhile at the legion of doom uh asmodai received a note that he uh that there's a turf war going on grabbed leo who was who just finished some sort of uh, transaction, which will be, re- which would be revealed after the gang turf fight? Uh, Asmodai and Leo go out, have a small scuffle uh, over some of the Crimson Fist territory, and uh, are successful. Asmodai only was able to save one of his six six fellow uh, organization members, shall we say? And had to pull out some some stops on that. Uh, Leo almost got his uh, face bashed in by a man with a cane, aka the leader of the Crimson Fist, Mr. Solomons, uh, who introduced himself to Leo. Uh, a business arrangement was made, and it seems that Leo is going to have some assistance from the Crimson Fist. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Cobalt was on the beach or near the beach looking for dusty kitty and was having a conversation uh when all of a sudden saw some ships incoming and cobalt needed to raise the city's alarm which he did by setting the guard tower on fire (laughs) and then immediately dousing it but almost burned down the guard tower which did alert the guards in town that uh, pirates were incoming, but unfortunately too little too late. Uh, as Dust was coming in on a rowboat, uh, Cobalt is panicking. Uh, then uh, Leo and Asmodai hear the cannon fire. Leo goes off to seek help from the far too entitled and rich. Oh wait, that's my character's uh, perspective. Uh, and then Asmodai goes to lead some sort of repelling action upon the beach because pirates don't get in my territory. Uh, Leo is able to get some help from the Inquisition. Cue all the heresy memes. Uh, And between the Inquisition and uh, Asmodai's gang is able to get some... uh, to get some, some... do a fairly good job of pushing... Uh, the pirates off the shore as well as uh, Leo meeting up with uh, both Dust and Cobalt uh, Dust decides to uh, call in some favors from Mabel 
by revealing some information to her about Bilal and what he had just witnessed there. Uh, and uses his wonderful I can open any door and be where Mabel is trick. Uh, while two companions of the party and Dustin Cobalt decide to get on a rowboat and go onto the ship while Asmodai and the Inquisitor have the same thought after the pirates begin getting on their boats uh, and a fight begins where dust pops out of one of the doors on the ship because that is quite convenient and is also able to secure some help from uh, one of the Mabels. Now, at this point, a fight breaks out. It only lasted about 18 seconds because uh, Leo decides that the best way to deal with pirates is to sink their boat. Much to the chagrin of the rest of the party who are on said boat, <laughs> trying to fight the captain and his men, uh, Dust engaged the captain directly while both Cobalt and Asmodai were dealing with ancillary forces. And then at that point, as the boat is sinking, uh, the Inquisitor and the pirate captain are left on the ship fighting and seemingly disappear when the ship is about to go under. The rest of the party gets to various rowboats and are going away. And at the very end, Dust decides to enter the unseen public via Numtongue and sees a spectral version of the pirate ship with both the captain and the Inquisitor uh, dueling upon it. And that is pretty much, if I remember right, where we left off. Yep. I will uh, give you guys your uh, benefits in a second. I just want to uh, clear up a few details. Uh, the watchtower is definitely burnt down. Uh, Cobalt failed to uh, put it out. Uh, Velcut, uh, I know that you just mentioned him offhand, but I need to specify for Dust. Uh, I was listening back to uh, the last session. Velcut, I did mention Velcut is on the beach with uh, Jacked, like uh, doing cleanup work and uh, uh, helping those that are injured during the siege. Uh, the boat, the boat itself is very important. I did make a secret roll, like, uh, behind the scenes. Even if, uh, Leo didn't do that, it did have a fire javelin thrown at it in a fire on the boat that they didn't put out. It would have gone down in eight turns. And I cannot stress enough, and I will keep beating this to the ground, that Dust dropped the ball when he could have asked Mabel for literally anything about any person and it was the one person who's irrelevant at this very moment but no i i, I love how things are coming together it puts a smile on my face because i had this all prepared but i, I do need to find to... out that roy is actually dead now why would you even say that just because it would be super ironic it's like come on what is roy's fear <laughs> dying a little much now <laughs> yeah he's he's pretty dead <laughs> I would like to know the fear of a king that I've never met before. Yeah, exactly. In another dimension. <laughs> but, no, um, I'll explain shortly, or you guys will know shortly, why Dust dropped the ball this hard. But I just need to, to specify, we all have backup characters, right? <laughs> I'd recommend it. Um... 
Well, the next few encounters we have aren't impossible. I need to say that, but I do need to reinforce. Fleeing is always an option. It always is. So, let's uh, set the scene a bit. It's been a while. Uh, well, first, uh, Iceman, Mega, roll 1d3, please. We both got threes. Okay. Um, both you guys add uh, plus 10 temporary hit points to your character. This will uh, last until uh, the end of the session. Maybe isn't that like one thirty your HP? <laughs> Maybe. All right. To uh, set the scene, what we have is a burning boat, and we have uh, Cobalt and Leo on one boat, and we have Iceman and his lackey on another boat on the opposite side. The ship was uh, dunking down from sinking. Can I ask all three of you guys to make a perception check for me? I do know this, uh, because we, I do want to state this, uh, we should have, myself and my lackey, should have been able to get further out than the other boat, because we were down and away before them. Mm -hmm. So how uh, far away are you talking? Well, let's see, we had one full round of travel, and another full round, um, dashing away, so... If I remember right, the boats were going 60 foot around. Or, well, they were going 30, but if you double that potentially with an, with a dash action, that would be 60. So I could be as far as 90 feet away, but that's up to you. At most, I'll say 60 feet. If you want to be 60 feet away from the boat, you can be. Yeah, because we would have been rowing, because I saw the oil, and uh, would be rowing away as fast as possible. So we have 11, 11, and 7. 7? Was that 7? Are, that we rolling for, are we rolling at disadvantage? No, 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 no. Uh, your, your roll is 23, Cobalt? Yes. In fact, that's, okay. a, that's a natural 20 yeah. for Cobalt. <laughs> wow. So before I... Uh, well, you know... Hmm. All right. Uh, I'll get back to what Megan notices because it'll be interesting in a minute. So let's jump to uh, Dust really quick dust you're on the boat you see a moss fighting uh basically a cloud of darkness your head looks like uh that of a snake and we see that uh the captain has the head of a uh, raven while the inquisitor has the uh, head of a uh, doberman we'll say and they are going at it uh we have a moss like uh basically trying to stab him like in the cloud of darkness with uh, that red hot lance and it glows in the darkness but it just keeps all the light inside of it you see uh both uh, both him and uh amos basically doing a dance of battle destroying the ship as it goes by i need to ask you dust do you enter in this combat or are you leaving i'm leaving i'll give you one action to leave before we get back into initiative do I see a door? Yes, right behind them. Is it within the cloud of darkness? Yes. I uh, do. I sense the string still. Um, uh, towards Leo. Correct. Hmm. It's weird. Uh, it, it, it pulls you. Best way to put it, the string is pointing up, which seems to defy where Leo is at the moment. I am going to hop ship back the way i came okay um you see like 
those two on their uh, little boat, but uh, there's no solid area for you to grab onto. Uh, so, how do you intend on getting back to reality? I plan on hopefully splashing the water as much as I can to see if they notice it in the non in the scene public. Okay. So let's uh, jump back to Cobalt. Cobalt, I will not mention what you noticed just yet. I'm going to say that you noticed that uh, splash of water. Uh, what do you do? Me or Kitty? What were you going to say, John? I, I was wondering if it was me or Cobalt. Yeah, you're both in the same uh, boat, but uh, I'm going off of the last perception check you had. So, you know, I'd assume you're more concerned about the fire that's right in front of you. Uh, the boat that's uh, sinking. So, Dust, what are you hoping to convey to Cobalt exactly? Like, what, what's the game plan here? That I'm nearby and following them, best of my ability. Okay, that sounds uh, perfectly fine. Uh, Dust, just make me a uh, wisdom uh, throw, please. A wisdom saving throw. What do you get? Twelve. Twelve? No. You're basically outside. So, uh, for this entire time... God, you might just be out. But, uh, you... You're in the unseen public, and there's nothing that we can do about it for the moment. But I would assume, Mega, you got the idea that dust is around you. All Cobalt knows is that Dusty Kitty disappeared again, but now there's a weird splash that he didn't realize before. <laughs> yep. Now, let's get to the interesting part. Where dust dropped the ball. Mega, as you see the splash of water, you take a look at the boat. The boat is very strange. There, there was a lot of things that bothered you about this boat. Granted, there was a leak on this boat, but it sunk a little too fast. As the fire lit up, it's moving in strange directions as the fires wreathe around it. And kind of like a Jurassic Park style with the water in the T-Rex, you like look at the water around you and it's not like a subtle uh like sudden puddle, you know ripple it's a major ripple that's sinking taking and giving the water levels are changing and your boat's rocking a bit more you take a closer look and you see four bright purple lights underneath the water what do you do cobalt so you're saying i see four purple lights under the water under the water and they look like they're getting bigger uh, uh, I, I come on see bad things underwater don you take notice of the lights under the water what do you do 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 i notice the strange splashing i would say now you do um i'm gonna take my my case with the the um dragon or the drake belly or whatever that I got from the burn lady and I'm gonna kind of hold it out to where's the splashing and say like I don't know if this stuff is any good but it might help please in detail tell me what you're gonna do with that I'm just holding out the, the case just holding it out like uh above where the splashing is mm -hmm. cobalt oh yeah yeah uh John make a uh, wisdom save please you got, uh, again, uh, the veil I a, is... I got an 18, though. You got an 18? Oh, yeah. sorry, I was looking at Dust. You were reading Dust. Uh, yeah, 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 I was, yeah, yeah. 18? Oh, hell yeah. So what I want to imagine is uh, Dust trying to uh, pierce the veil between uh, reality and this unseen public. 
again, just like the water itself, he creates a ripple. And you, in that moment, John, stick your hand, and you have, I would say, experience with trying to break, like, the veil between realities, and you easily, like, put your hand out. And Dust, in this world, you see his paw out, and at that moment, the string, like, it's like it's cut from the sky, and it, like, strongly goes to that hand. Do you take that drake belly? Yep. Dust. Do you eat that drake belly? Well, Dust has done it before, so... But we do know that he just finished perfecting the best drake belly, so it might be an old batch. Mm-hmm. He is going to attempt to grab hold of Leo's hand if he can see it. Okay, yeah, you, you can. John, do you pull him through? Yep. Alright. Um, let's make a uh, wisdom throw again at advantage, please. Please tell me you didn't roll bad on that. You rolled great. Okay, good. <laughs> on the first one, even. Oh, nat 20? No, 19. Okay. So, uncharacteristically, you see Dust get pulled through the veil really, uh, really quick. And you land on the boat, and Dust, you are blitzed. You are super fucking high. Like, you have glazed eyes, everything. Like, when you look around, it's like a picture frame effect. You can turn your head to the left, and it takes a couple seconds for, like, each image to process in your mind till it reaches to where you, you're looking at. So, yeah. You're running... In game terms, you're running at low FPS to give a visual. Now, since you guys spent so, uh, so much time getting dust out of that, uh, if you guys look at the boat, you do see, like, the silhouette of two people fighting. And, again, I need to stress out, you guys see, like, four purple lights as... What's the best way to put it? You guys ever seen something raised out of the water where it's just drenched in, like, a lot of... I'm trying to think of a cool way to... Basically, waterfall-like effect of, like, something raising out. That's yeah, what we you see. Call that the, we call that the, uh, the, the Hall of uh, Injustice, the Legion of Doom. <laughs> yeah basically like in the legion of doom like when their base rises up that's basically what you see you see two very very long necks yeah just like that you guys see the long skeletal head of a plesiosaurus and what's strange to you is just like the loch ness monster but a skeleton for a visual What's strange to you is usually these things have one head. This thing has two. The name that most sailors give this creature is a Dicephalosaurus, basically having two heads. Its mouth is brimming with a purple smoke. Its eyes lit like coals with a purple luminescence. And it raises from the water with the boat on its back like it's a shell. This thing is not small. It is humongous. The thing's at least 70 feet in length. If we're counting the head, that's another like 60 feet to it. This thing raises up and the fire licks the bleach white bones as one head coils around to look at Asmodei. And the other looks at Dust, Leo, and Cobalt. 
both of them looking at you. Let's roll for initiative. And I made a neat little map for you guys, too. Oh, we would be... Yeah. That's because I... Uh, keep in mind, these are 20 feet per square. Yeah. Well, based on the fact we were going different ways, uh, they were going this way. We were going this way. Uh, I would say we would be probably close to 90 feet apart. Uh, we're going to assume that... Uh... Uh, just keep in mind that you have your uh, minion with you. Yep. Quick question. Since even though we're on different tiles, we're all in the same boat, right? Yeah, yeah. So just assume that you're all on a cobalt space. I'm also making an assumption if one of us rows, we all row. It's, yes. You're, you're basically moving along with whoever's rowing. So far, we have a Leo on that position who has the oars that that can switch at any moment. To what direction is... Because I imagine from how quickly we got out here, we're not too terribly far out to sea. And the fact that What's-His-Face was able to hit it with Fire Javelin uh, would also tell me it's not too, too far out of the bay. So where exactly... To what direction is the shoreline? Uh, I'm going to say left and we're gonna have a little suspension of uh, disbelief we're gonna assume like uh when he threw that javelin like uh, they're closer to the bay after they took the javelin that they went out a little bit just to make the map make more sense so we're gonna assume that you're 400 feet away from uh the the shoreline uh, da, 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 da. uh the beast is gonna go first and i'm gonna say that he is more than likely going to attack uh, the three boys on the boat. And he's going to give each one of you guys an attack. Um, let's see. Okay. Okay. So, Dust. He's going to make a hit against you. Like, uh, you see, like, uh, the first head go in to, uh, give you a bite. A nat 20. Uh, just to make sure before I move on, is there anything you want to do against that? I don't think there any is anything I can. You have a fair amount of tools in your arsenal. I just want to make sure that's that. All right. So, uh, oh, lucky bastard. I got one max and one uh, minimum on his roll. And that is, it does 11 piercing damage to you. It goes for Cobalt. It's going, going for a bite with the second head. Only a two. <laughs> yep. Oh, thank That's Christ. a two. Dust is yep. down. He is? Dust Damn. is down, yeah. Damn. All right. Uh, it misses Cobalt with a bite. Uh, then we're gonna go with, uh, Leo. That is a 21. It's... That's... It's hitting you with its tail. So it's going to do... It does two damage. And that will end its turn. Yep. Next is, uh, Cobalt. Cobalt, what do you do? Okay. Uh... <laughs> Uh, as far as like uh, an action to take, Cobalt uh, is going to hold out his. Uh, actually, how how far away is this creature? Like, because I know on like our, on our uh, map I... it's five feet, but like obviously it's more than five feet. It it's huge. Uh, that's the best way to put it. I th I believe I said that it was about 67 feet in length. Uh easily like uh i'm gonna say if you want to make any kind of attack 
against it, uh, we can assume if you're right next to the token that it's going to be within five feet, even if it seems like a little bit of a stretch. Okay. Uh, in which case, uh, even though it's going to be at disadvantage if the goal is running, it's like uh, he's going to hold out his hands and attempt to uh, attempt to ray across it. Go right ahead. Uh, but I imagine eleven misses. Let me double check. Why do you Damn. have a disadvantage? Because if it's within five, although wait no, if there's a if there's a an ally is also within five feet of it, so actually it's a normal roll. Uh, Twenty-two well, hit. It's also technically not within five feet of you. Well, he said for the purposes of this map, it's within five feet. That's yeah, why. Just, fair that's enough. why I'm yeah. taking advantage of this wholeheartedly. Yeah, like I, it's just gonna get too confusing just to get the exact size down. Just assume it's the actual size of the token. Now right, then I'm taking yep, the twenty-two. Yep. yep. <laughs> right ahead that is a hit for two ice damage and its movement speed is reduced by 10. wow so it seems like uh you did a lot of damage with uh that blow and cobalt just like calls out to to leo row, 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 row. your boat <laughs> gently down the stream yep now uh as you uh, shoot that ray at frost i want to imagine it hits one of its uh, vertebrae keep in mind its neck looks like a rib cage basically uh like all of these bones like have these sharp sharp curvage around like the entirety of its uh, segmented neck it you uh like shoot a ray of th uh, frost at it and like one of these rib cages like falls off and hits the ocean uh next on initiative we have uh asmodai asmodai what are you doing seeing this humongous creature uh, i'm rowing to where the shore gets shallow. I'm going to say to my uh, compatriot here, don't panic. We just need to get into the bay and start getting into the shallows. Hopefully any reefs or sandbars will slow this thing down. You just have to stay ahead of it. Now, uh, for the purposes of making like uh, these tiles a lot easier and just to give you guys a benefit, I'm going to say you guys are ro rowing at uh, 40 feet uh, like uh, per turn. All right. Okay. What if we dash? What if we take 80. the dash action? Okay. 80. Then we, yeah, because there's nothing else for me to do. So yeah, we'll be dashing. Okay. Uh, place your figure on the board really quick. Let me just do something really quick. Lucky duck. All right. So you're 60 feet away from it. And basically, you just see, like, the cool image of, like, a fire wreathing this thing as it uh, does a bit of damage to uh, the bones. And we move on, if that ends your turn, to Leo. Leo, you're operating the boat. So what's happening? Um, so I see dust fall, so I'm going to use my cure wounds on him. Oh, okay. Uh, make roll, please. Five. Five. All right. Uh, you heal uh, dust. Uh, dust, you're rejuvenated. You're not, uh, like, knocked unconscious anymore. Your eyes flutter. Now, what 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 does that look like, dust? To give me, or not dust, uh, Leo, to give me a visual. What, it, what does your healing look like? Um, so, like, uh, kind of like when I, I healed the, or tried to heal the, the lady with the fire belly. I kind of don't really like touching people, so I kind of stick my finger out and just barely touch him on his wound and like kind of a healing energy comes out we're, we're gonna say it looks like a golden pulse if you will 
So like a golden sheen just quickly goes and travels down the body. Now as it does, like uh, dust, you exhale and you see that golden dust leave your mouth. And you see the skeletal dinosaur just eat that golden dust and its eyes are burning ferociously. It's like a lighthouse now. They glow the dark waters. Would that end your turn? Or are you going to move? What's happening? Yeah, I'm going to row. Yep. Uh, so uh, show me, like, uh, we're going to, hang on. Let me move these guys around really quick. Uh, so, Leo, we're going to assume your boat's right there, right next to uh, uh, the Placesaurus. And just show me where you're going. And keep in mind, you can, uh, well, you can't do a dash since you uh, just uh, used your magic, right? So you can move uh, two spaces, 40 feet. Uh, so you move there, probably. Okay, now uh, keep in mind uh, the tokens, like uh, Dust, Cobalt, you're all attacking from Leo's uh, uh, token over here. So, Do we get any bonus from the, the percussion of movement in this situation? Uh, I'm going to say that's, hmm, that, that's where we get into a weird area. I'm going to say the reason why you guys have, like all of you have 10 extra feet of movement is because of the percussion of movement. We'll, we'll just, yeah, we'll just say that like for some reason it can die as well. But yeah, good good job bringing that up. Um, but yeah, just so we're clear, everyone's attacking from Leo's token, and the enemy can only attack Leo's token, but can have an option of the three of you. All right, uh, that ends your turn, Leo. Yep. Okay. Dust, what do you do? I am going to use my action to dash into water. Just keep in mind, Leo's the one operating the oars right now. You can't really like dash or anything. Can I use an action to switch with him? Oh, yeah, sure. That sounds good. Uh, Asmodai, I guess I'll offer you the same thing. But, like, uh, we can say, like, uh, you you guys are just taking turns, like, uh, doing the oars and shit. So action or bonus action for it? So we'll say full action, because you're taking the oars, and basically you're using that time to actually row. Okay, I will switch with Leo, and then mm -hmm. move. Yeah, so hang on. Let's switch it over. So going from your token dust. Max movement left. Okay. Uh, where's that end? Yeah. Move your token. Lucky duck. I mean, if he is using... Uh... Actually, wait. Did he say he was using his bonus action to dash? I said he's using his full action to uh, do a dash. Because he's basically taking the oars and basically doing action of trying to row the boat. Oh, okay. I thought the I thought the action was uh, taking the oars. But regardless oh, I can use a bonus action as a dash, though. If you so desire another two squares all right uh do a perception check for me please i just want to imagine that dust arms just like go into hyperdrive like you don't notice anything second things got a little dark what is um using an item a free action technically yes yeah using an item is a is a is an action hmm. all right uh so is there anything else you want to do for your uh uh turn well, Cobalt, you said it's a full action to drop um, equipment. I'm sorry, uh, I believe to, to what? We, we, we said that'd be a free action to uh, drop a weapon. Yeah, dropping equipment, yeah, is a, is yeah. a free action, but yeah. pulling equipment out uh, is, an, is an object interaction, which yeah. I would assume with you taking the oars was part of your object interaction for the turn. Yeah. Okay, then no. Okay, um, attack of opportunity. Uh, just to, since you guys are the first one to get out of its range, it has a 
reach of 60 fucking feet. Now, since you guys left that by, I believe, 10 feet, or something close to that, let's see. Where the fuck are you guys? Yeah, since you're 100 feet away. Make sure that we've away. actually left it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I'm doing. important part. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I was measuring Asmodai and you guys. When you guys ended your turn, you guys were still within 60 feet. So, you guys leave it, and it's going to use this reaction to attack you. And... Hmm, how do I want to do this? I am going to make a 1d4 roll. 4 is just my choice. We're going to do Leo, Dust, and Cobalt, respectfully, as 1, 2, and 3. That's 1. It's going to try to bite at you. Does a 20 hit? No. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? All right. Let's see. Goes for the bite. Uh, 7 damage. Okay. All right. It... it basically snaps at you as you guys are leaving its range. You basically, like, as you guys are rowing about, I want to imagine, like, Leo's in the back or some shit of the boat, and you basically get the the last couple inches from this uh, beast maw as it uh, bites your shoulder and uh, tears away at your clothes, taking a chunk of meat with it. All right. We uh, go back to uh, the beast as it tries to move forward. Let's see, hang on. That's uh, since each one. Now, I said uh, each space is, uh, was it 20 or 10 feet? It's 20, and then 20. minus 10 feet. Yeah, shit. I really didn't think that one through. And yeah, just keep in mind that it's been, uh, it's been reduced by 10. Oh, fuck! That's right. Lucky ducks. All right, um, so. Oh my god. Okay. So, what, what I'm gonna say is, like, uh, it took half movement there. Then next move, it'll do another full move. God damn it. All right. So it's not going to move, but it is going to try to attack the only person within its reach at the moment, and that'd be uh, Asmodai and his uh, buddy. Okay. So bite, bite, tail. Uh, I'm assuming... Okay. Well, I should decide which one this is for. Um, Asmodai, evens or odds? Uh, we'll go odds. Okay, you're going to be odd, your buddy's going to be even. So I'm going to roll it right now, see which attack is for who. Oof-da. You, you said your odds, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do it in the same order. So uh, the first two attacks are at you, the third attack's for your buddy. So uh, first off, does a 14 hit you? Nope. Does a 20 hit you? Uh, 20 meets. All right, so it's going to try to bite you. It does, hang on. It does seven damage. As uh, the bite just basically cranks up your armor a little bit. I feel like it's pinching your arm. Um, then I, I'm going to I'm gonna assume that 18 definitely hits your buddy. Yeah. Yeah, with the bandit stat, uh, stat block. And it does uh, two damage to your friend with a swipe of its tail. Okay. He's still up. Yeah, so surprisingly enough, he's going to have a hell of a story to tell the buddies. All right. Um... And that will end its turn for now. All right. Uh, next is Cobalt. Cobalt, what the hell are you doing? All right. Since uh, since at this point, it's like the because they're more than six. If we're if we're going based off of uh, of Dust Square. Um, yep, from Dust so Square. He's too. He's he's like he's uh he's too far away for for one thing. So Cobalt is going to uh, hold action. Uh, if mm -hmm. the creature gets within 60 feet of them, uh, mm -hmm. he is going to blast it again with another ray of frost. All right. Okay. Uh, Asmodai, what do you do? 
Uh, I'm going to keep on rowing, but I'm curious. Having a you know, pretty good knowledge of the city, uh, lived here for quite a number of years, and this would not be the first time he's probably been out on a boat and been out on the bay here. Uh, would I be able to use that knowledge to some sort of advantage, knowing the direction of the tides, knowing whether it's low tide, high tide, how the waters go into the uh, coast or the uh, bay of the city, so on and so forth. So you're asking for an extra, like, basically double your dash? I mean, not. I'm looking for anything. Uh, not anything specifically, but... Uh, okay. Well, I any, got some for you. I, any I got sort of advantage you. from the fact that I would be familiar with this area. Okay, uh, make a advantage on a perception check, please. Let me use my inspiration on that. Okay. That's a nat 20. Okay, at first, it was hard for you to see through the black, murky water, especially at night, but, like, as you're going along, and uh, when that beast basically... Ooh, shit. I passed up my turn, too. Uh, when, when that beast ate up, uh, like, that healing light and its eyes became as bright as lighthouses, uh, it shone into, uh, the water and you see a cor coral reef underneath you. Now, with, with how high it is, you assume if you hit into it, you are going to hurt your, uh, hurt your boat, possibly sink it, and not to mention, like, move at half your movement. So we'll say for the sake of consistency that you see this path open up to you. We reveal a couple things, and let me show you the path that you can take. Okay, so if you go through uh, the seaweed right here, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna slow you down as well, but not hurt you. If you go through the coral, it will hurt your boat and dramatically slow you down. Yeah, if you go up here, yep, and go along, is because of the format of the map where it seems a little strange, but there's no coral reef here moving onward if you understand what i mean so you can easily yep. go do 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 then do 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 without slowing down basically going here all right fall mm-hmm mm -hmm. yep and oh i will also shout uh with my free action look out there's a lot of coral heading into shore and as you guys know now you guys are really blocked off you have to pick a direction you want to go when it gets to your turn leo uh leo uh, currently, Dust is uh, doing the oars. What would you like to do? Um, I will use the action to follow Asmodai. Okay. All right. Move us along. Do dash action. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Sorry. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So just do regular. Yeah, so move it along. I, I held he, my action. He oh, no, you he held, held. Action. Okay. Yeah, held his action. Yeah. Well, did yeah. we skip your um, lackey's term? Uh, my lackey was the one that was rowing. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, would we mean could, that I could yeah. technically have held an action, but I've got nothing to hold my action for. Yeah. Uh, the way I see it is you're like uh, George Washington over the Delaware, like, uh, you know, and you're at the front of the boat looking at the water, making sure that you guys have clear sailing. At least that's yeah. how I justify your advantage. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Dust, it's your turn. What the hell are you doing? Leo, move back over. <laughs> I, I want to imagine this as like a childish fight over the oars. Like, no, I'm going to roll. No, I'm going to roll. I'm just imagining Leo tires out really easily and Dustin notices that. So mm -hmm. I'm going to switch back with Leo. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use 
my bonus action to dash. Alright. Uh, I just, hang on, I want to keep in mind. Again, the formatting of the map makes us misleading. This right here, this is open space, this is in Coral. So, right here, right here, going onward is uh, a free zone. Also, I don't know if you guys entirely see the path. All Asmodai did was shout out that there was Coral. Yeah. Uh, how I'm going to justify it is anything beyond the Fog of War, no one can see. Anything you see in here is... You pointed it out, and I'm going to say that they can at least see this much. Just not all of it, but a fair amount of it. Mm-hmm. So, this move is safe? Uh, yeah, but you're going to be going in Seaweed, which halves your moving. Or, you know, like, at, at each move you make into it is double. Right there. Let me see. Yep, that's outside the Seaweed. But can I get into the Seaweed with yep. 80 feet? Oh, this is a bit of a stretch, but yeah, we can say that if you really want to. Okay. Alright, uh, as you know, Asmodai, you know, ignore Cobalt and Leo's token. Those are free spaces. Alright. Yeah. Yep. Does that end your turn, Dust? That will end my turn. Alright, you see the beast, and it is angry that you guys are leaving it. It's basically gonna finally move one square forward, and... Just want to see how far clean you guys are. Uh, Asmodai is 120 feet away from the beast, and the uh, furry trio is 180 feet away. Let's see, well, two thirds furry trio. I would ask how how we're seeing in this, but I realize literally none of us don't have dark vision. I do. Mo- half the party has uh, dark vision. No, actually. the entire the entire party should, because I know yeah. uh, kobolds. Leonin and Tabaxi all get it, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Your lackey maybe doesn't, yeah. unless they're an elf in disguise. Yeah, again, the how I'm explaining the fog of war is basically everything underneath the water. It's not a problem of seeing through the night, it's just looking through the actual murky darkness to see what the hell's happening. Uh, moving on from that, uh, the beast, like both the heads, do a roar. Can everyone make me a wisdom saving throw DC 14 and higher? Okay, Dust, you're fine. Jack, you're fine. 18, I got a 20. 17. Oh, nice. Modified 20. But... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, not surprisingly enough, Cobalt. All right, uh, everyone passes except Cobalt. Cobalt, unsurprisingly enough, the humongous skeleton monster that nearly killed your friends so far is scary and... You are frightened of this creature, so you want to get away from it. <laughs> Great revelations. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, again, you can re-roll, like, after each turn. But, um, basically, it's coming closer. Get away before it does anything more. Now, next off, we have Cobalt. Uh, Cobalt, uh, you uh, holding your turn again? Well, honestly, I'm going to say because of the fear effect, like, uh, like... Cobalt is uh, flipping the fuck out and taking the dodge action instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright. So he's just all the way and over the I'll make quote. that new yeah. roll at the end of his turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait! Big scary thing far away! Why Cobalt's <laughs> so scared? <laughs> Alright. Uh, Asmodai, what are you doing? I'm just moving. Impressed that my bandit friend is not frightened. Yeah, yeah no, I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, did you make a roll for him? Uh, if yeah, you did, I did. Oh. He got a yeah. 17. 17. Yep. Okay. He's doing fine then. Yep. Uh, I think he's like so concentrated on living. He like, he's trying to tune out the roar. Eyes on me, boy. Don't pay attention to what is behind. 
Pay attention <laughs> to me, and you'll be fine. Hmm. You guys uh, yep, keep navigating through the coral reef. You guys are doing an excellent job so far. Um, Next, if that ends your turn, Asmodai, uh, mm. we have uh, Leo. Leo's kind of annoyed that he has to do peasant work again and uh, touch the oars. Um, but yeah, he'll. I guess I can only move one space forward because we're in the seaweed. Uh, yeah, because that'd be a uh, forty. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'd move the boat to where Leo is right now. Yeah, so we'll just do this. There you go. Yeah, I like to think that on this boat we're essentially like a uh, a Sonic Heroes team. Yeah, essentially that's the same vibes I was getting. All right. Uh, if that ends Leo's turn, we go to Dust. Dust, what's happening? Leo, you're gonna get your hands dirty. Stop this. And I'm go. Keep in mind, moving out of the seaweed is uh, twenty or uh, forty to the next square. Then I'm gonna use my bonus action to dash. All right, show me your path. Let's go there. Okay, that's eighty feet. Okay, hang on. You said uh, right here. I think that's. Yeah, that's the square. The square left of this. Okay. Yeah. Here you go. All right. Let me reveal more of the map. Another monster right in front of us. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you're you're near. <laughs> oh the no, Willy yeah. Pad. Yep, uh, you're nearly hidden the coral reef. Yep. You uh, see a tide right next to you as well with your passive. It doesn't seem like it'd be a good idea to get into that. Coral, that kills people. <laughs> coral! That was such a good... I loved every episode of that. Well, sadly, outside of D&D, we are the ones killing the coral. <laughs> Anyways, off topic. Uh, where, uh, who is next? Still within I'm waiting for I'm waiting for this creature to suddenly turn on its jet boosters. Just give it a second. All right, uh, you uh, see the two heads roar in like a discordant harmony again, and this time it seems like it it feels different. It, it's horrifying, actually. Like the world around you guys start to warp. Can you guys make me another DC 14 Wisdom saving throw? Lucky, lucky, damn bad. Lucky. Cobalt, you're the only failure. Uh, hang on, Iceman, can you roll for your lackey, too? He fails. Okay, Cobalt and uh, Asmodai, your lackey, the moment they hear this, like, their eyes, like, fade out for a second, and within, like, a heartbeat, both of them hit the ground. They are now paralyzed. Good thing you weren't rowing. Now, for uh, Cobalt to tell you exactly how this is going to work out, uh, you know, saving throws paralyzed for one minute. Saving throws can be re repeated at the end of target's turn. So, as it comes to your turn, when it ends, you can make another saving throw, same DC 14. Yeah, just Cobalt just gets really rigid for a moment, then falls flat on his face. Yeah. Now, let's hope that everyone succeeds again. Uh, now, it's... Just like a Cobalt mentioned, like, you know, hey, when's it going to start putting on its boosters? It moves a full 20 feet, even with uh, the the cold damage. What was it? Half his movement? Uh, movement? Oh, that uh, that part has ended now. Like, uh, like it, it only oh. lasts until the uh, the end of the, their next turn. Oh! No, it's, trust me, it's not cumulative. That would be so yeah. broken for a yeah. cantrip. Uh. It, yeah, it, it, start, it moves 40 feet. It, it's picking up. Um, anyone in its range yet? Nope. Everyone's still outside of its range, and it is coming for blood. Cobalt, it is now your turn. And it ends just as quickly. 
Yep. You can repeat. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That he no. is still paralyzed. Nope. Yeah. Uh, with the roll of 13, you are paralyzed. All right. Uh, then we move on to Asmodai. Your uh, buddy has uh, fainted. So I assume you take uh, the shit from him. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, I don't think he's been rowing that much. It's mostly been me. <laughs> so uh, how far did he move? I moved 80 feet. Yep. Looks good. All right. Uh, you uh, start rowing along and everything's hunky-dory. Can you make a save for your ally? Mm-hmm. He's still paralyzed. Yep. Uh, you might be having little, t- like, tiny fits of a seizure. Let's see. Next is uh, Leo. Leo, what are you doing? So can we move through each other's spaces? Oh, yeah, because it's uh, 20 feet per square. So I, I can allow that. It's not like you guys are riding on a boat like that takes up 20 by 20 feet. That'd be a nice boat. Yeah, it would be. All right, so I would um, kind of be in the same space as him if that's possible. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, just, like, uh, put your... Yeah. No, 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 no. Put it above Asmodai, and we'll just keep that in mind. Uh, you end your turn? Yeah. All right. Dust, your turn. Well, noticing that Cobalt went down after a roar, I am going to... Uh, Cut up some of my clothing and stuff it in my ears. All right. Good job. Uh, I'll allow that. You will have advantage on next saving throw. And would that be a bonus action or action to do that? Mm. A full action. I'm going to say that you're taking time to actually do it. Mm. All right. And this, the next one's going to be so weird, too. All right. Uh, that end your turn? Uh, can I use my bonus action to um, tickle Cobalt? <laughs> That's a free okay. object interaction. Yeah. Great ahead. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Cobalt, make another saving throw. I will laugh so hard if this actually gives me the save or not. With the comedic timing, yes. It it more than likely will. Come on, coin flip. That is... That was pretty good. Alright. <laughs> you get up. Uh, you are no longer paralyzed. Now, you guys have had a lucky streak so far, and I'm very proud of you, but you do not want to fail this last saving throw. You hear a third roar, and this one is horrifying. Like, reality slightly splits for a bit, and you see, like, bits of the unseen public as it roars. You see, like, just a rainbow-like... a rainbow-like fog come out of its mouth momentarily, but uh, quickly get swept up. Everyone, make a DC-12 constitution saving throw. Question, if we've been able to resist the rest of these, would we have any sort of advantage since we've... I to, yeah. To I'll give you things. that. Yeah. So I'll okay. say the only one making a straight roll is Cobalt. Oh, thank goodness, because I think I know what this is. Yep. Ooh. I can't wait to drop to zero or not. <laughs> All right. Uh, your lackey, please. I keep forgetting about him. Thirteen. <laughs> I don't know how my 
Lackey is still alive. He's getting a prom he's getting a promotion. Damn fucking straight. Like, look, I wasn't expecting really to make that save specifically. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I just want. I can't wait till I get to level six and I can get my charisma to all of my saves. That might be a hot minute. <laughs> it might be. Okay. 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 It. Yeah, sorry, I had to cross my T's, dot my I's. So, to set the scene up a little bit, you uh, see this next roar. It's so horrifying that it pierces reality itself. And, Leo, the moment you hear this, your ears start to bleed. You start to get a ringing in your ears as you cough up blood. And you go face first onto the ground, oars in hand. And you splash a lot of water onto your backside as you are now at zero HP. Oh, and he's the one on your boat with healing magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cobalt, it is now your turn. Uh, you know what? Cobalt is conflicted, so I'm going to leave this to a d20 roll. <laughs> is Cobalt going to watch Leo die? Barely. Not today. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Like, Cobalt is swimming with a lot of emotions, but also Cobalt realizes that in this specific moment, letting him die is not the best situation for him. So he's mm -hmm. going to use his action to make a uh, uh, to make a medicine check on uh, uh, on Leo. Mm. Do you have a healer's kit? No, but I'm hoping to at least stabilize him. <laughs> Cobalt, thankfully it's not in that one, but it is not enough, though. Yeah. Because I believe, yeah, just keep pounding into his back. Yeah, because I, I, I do remember like talking about this before when it comes to stabilizing. I believe I like said as a house rule, if you get like a natural one, you're you basically fail one of his death saving throws. Is that correct? Did I mention that? Because if I didn't, I'm mentioning it right now. Mm -hmm. We we, yeah. we had that we had that yeah. discussion. Yes. Yep, I feel uh, like it. Yep. Yep. Just to yeah, make just sure, because like... I I don't believe I mentioned it, Dice Man. Yeah. So Cobalt is just. Pounding the yep. back of Leo. It's like, this works right! Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, and that's all it first turn. Yep. So, uh, next is uh, Asmodai. What, what are you doing? Mm, I'll be honest. I'm probably not paying much attention to them, so I don't know what's happening to Leo. Uh, <laughs> Fair point. I don't know. Can you, can you really ignore uh, Cobalt's this uh, screeching voice, especially with how close you are. I assume he was screeching the entire time. Uh, uh, yeah, and also that. I think there was six seconds where you started foaming at the mouth, and that was about it. <laughs> You're going through a lot of phases. Uh, yeah, uh, will I be able to, still knowing sort of the layout of this area, get a little more where I'm going and if being you... able to pick out the coral? Here. Since you guys are in the same location, you're almost out. Here, I'll give you this. So basically, a straight line, and you're out. Okay. I will just look over here and see. I would help, but uh, it is best to get to shore as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. All right, you're almost out of it. Um. Well, since you guys are so close and it's already done its business, the only reason I'm going to keep this as an initiative is for Leo to live. Don't let it come to Cobalt's turn to, to resolve that, because the next thing he's going to use is one of his other promise sticks. Oh, Cobalt just need hit harder! 
it's Leo's turn. Yeah. Leo, what are you going to do? Do me a good old death save. Let me see. What you got? But that's plus. Is that? Yeah. That's how you fail. Yeah. So that's one failure on you. All right. Dust, what do you do? Well, remembering how we split up the loot when I got the um, care package from the church, I'm going to search Leo's pockets for a health potion. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, go right ahead. Uh, Leo, do you even have a health potion or did you use it up? I didn't get the health potion. I thought no, we you... split it up. Each got one. Yeah. You guys all got uh, one. Yeah. I uh, didn't know I had one. Then No, I haven't used it. Okay. Then, yeah, you can easily find it and administer it. And I will administer it. All right. Make a roll. Is it my roll or his roll? Yep. Dust. Make a roll for him. I oh, know. I got to add because I don't know what I add. Um, roll for a health pot. Oh, it's a 2d4 plus 2 yep. for a standard healing potion. Eight. Ain't too bad. You got eight. You're back up, Leo. Uh, I want to imagine that you, like, choked you know, while you're uh, fucking guzzling that shit. And... I look to him with appreciation. <laughs> all right all right uh so uh yep dust you used up your turn all right now now i'm gonna kind of hand wave this and so i mainly wanted to keep it for leo uh essentially the monster is so left behind being how many feet away 240 feet away and there's no way it can catch up to you even when it's dashing so what what's gonna happen here is we're gonna say you guys are like a using the oars, sailing towards the sea. And before you guys know it, uh, Ken... Okay, uh, who's manning uh, the boat right now? I would say probably not Leo anymore because he was just <laughs> unconscious. All right. I want to uh, imagine just like... I just want to imagine like Leo's actual response to waking up. It's like, this is what happens when I do peasant's work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, bad on Iceman. Uh, Dust, make a uh, reflex save, please. And Asmodai, please make a reflex save. Just for you, since you're manning the boat. Ooh. I want to use my inspiration on that. Go right ahead. Is this because we're about to barrel into the shore? You'll see. A 10. <laughs> okay, so I I'm going to say it wasn't Dust Vault, but he tried his best to maneuver out of the way. You see basically like a, a chunk of wood flying towards you. Um, Let's see. That would be... Yeah, well... I'm trying to think of the arc for like uh, how I want to do this since he's about 240 feet away. I'm going to say that it was about 30 feet up and that would be 3d6, no modifier added to it. 11, lucky. Uh, Cobalt, what about you? Uh, yeah, that just eats up uh, 10 of his temporary hit points and okay. uh, one of his regular hit points. Yep, so that comes crashing down and... Uh, here's what I want to uh, do for you guys really quick. Let me just pull it up. Hang on. So, uh, Cobalt, you do notice that what was hucked at you was a broken chest. And as it lands down, it's not enough to destroy the boat since it also took that damage, but any more damage to your boat and you might be sinking. As uh, the chest broke on the heads of your uh, friendly companions and like probably like hurt your leg a fair amount you see two cases inside two cylindrical cases that being said it's in the boat both of your friends are out what the hell is uh, cobalt doing <laughs> i got 
from his perspective, like uh, what what seems to be more the most pressing the uh, uh, like the the potential of the boat sinking or your friends. Your friends uh, seems to be the more prominent danger. The boat, you think it can survive till shore. All right, then. Who do you save first? That's the question. Uh, because of previous events, Cobalt <laughs> is going to go for Dusty Kitty first. That means you have to crawl over Leo. <laughs> God. Hey, Dusty Kitty! Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Uh, are you trying to stabilize him? I guess maybe the better question, uh, probably uh, probably the question I should have asked is like, how far are we actually away from the shore? Um, let's do check. Uh, around a hundred feet, give or take, hundred, hundred twenty feet. Yeah, because it's it's been established that Cobalt's arms are too small for the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, Cobalt is going to use the the one healing potion that he has to to res dust. Okay. Dust gets five. You know what the worst part about all this is? Is the fact that Leo could potentially die from one bad roll. So, Asmodai, I assume you're still going to the shore. Nothing's changed about that. I mean, how far were they from me when they got hit by this extremely dense chest? I'm going to assume you guys are going neck and neck. So, here. If you guys want to do it really quick, you can just say right here guys well actually yeah you guys are all sharing the same circle so it's within 20 feet all right well i'll row up next to them and using movement and then jump over and uh with the remainder of my of my personal movement and uh see if i can get to leo all right Great, I'll allow you to have a one stabilize, or if you have a potion on you, to use that potion. <laughs> I'm paladin, my friend. All right, uh, I'm ahead. going to use, actually, I'm going to use my Azamar ability, healing hands, so uh, you now have three HP. All right. There. That, that's, that's, okay, let's stop for a second. That's a badass fucking image. The idea that Asmodai is rowing in gruff manner, sees basically chest like thunk down on like the three guys in the boat. Just that moment of, oh, then fucking just rowing towards the other boat, jumping on it and just touching him. That's fucking awesome. I yeah. believe you, you three have ticked off some sort of deity of luck or fate, because this is frankly getting ridiculous. Gets yep. back on boat. This has been House Common Blood. The intro music by White Sand, Promise, and the outro music by Darren Curtis. Time's up. Any music and sound effects used in this episode are royalty free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you are happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. That check better be in the mail. <laughs>